the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Healing Word Program is a ministry of the Largo Community Church, where Christ is honored and people are loved. We invite you to join us in worship this Sunday at either the 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock service. For more information, visit our website at LargoCC.org. Friend, listen to me. You're not always going to be here. You're not always going to live. We're going to leave this place. I said, oh, everybody else is dying. I'm going to everybody else's funeral. You're going to go to your own one of these days. You're going to be face to face with the Almighty, with the Savior who came in that place where He came from. If you love Him, He said, prepared for those who love me. Welcome to The Healing Word, a radio ministry of the Largo Community Church. Here's Pastor Jack Morris with today's message that will grow your faith in God and lead you to a closer walk with Jesus. Now let's take our Bible, hold it near our heart. We're going to pray because this is the Word of God and we want to hear the Word. We want to hear His Word. And in preaching and teaching and singing, we're only to repeat what He has already said. We're not to add anything to it. We're not to take anything away from it. So we need to be very careful about that. And the Holy Spirit is going to help us as we pray and look to the Lord. So bow your heads with me. Let's begin this way by saying, Dear Lord God, God, you have spoken great and marvelous words. words. Today you have selected selected particular words for my hearing. And building me up in the faith. faith. Open my heart. heart To receive your word. word That you have chosen for me today. today. Amen. Amen. Now remember you just prayed. Your word that you have chosen for me. So God knows each heart. And he has selected something. That will fit right in your heart to meet your need and to bless you today and to help you, building you up in the faith, causing you to become more and more like Jesus. The title of the message is Extravagant Love. I really didn't know really what to call this. And I found that word and I thought, that's a good word. Extravagant simply means exceeding the limits of reason or excessively elaborate. Extravagant love. I'm talking about Jesus coming down in physical form to become our Savior and our Lord. What a a gift from heaven. This gift didn't come from Macy's or Best Buy. It came from heaven. The very throne of God. God sent his only begotten son. Now, I'm just going to give you a summary of what I'm going to talk about. First, I'm going to talk about heaven, where Jesus came from. I'm going to give somewhat of a biblical description of that place. How he laid aside his equality with God, 
for everything that God is, was, ever shall be, that was Jesus before Bethlehem. Came as a babe, grew as a child, grew into adulthood, a carpenter, went to the synagogue. Then he was abused and crucified. The third day he rose again from the dead. Now, let's go back. I'm going to talk about heaven, the place where Jesus came from. All the way to terra firma, to bring us into a relationship with God. Heaven is a real, physical place. It's not a a figment of, of the imagination. When our loved ones in Christ who die, they don't just go off into nothingness. They go to a place. When Jesus was about to be crucified, knowing that his time had arrived, for this purpose he came into the world, he prepared the hearts of his disciples, and he said this to them just before he was crucified. He said, I go to prepare a place for you. Heaven is a place. It has dimensions. It's described in the Bible. The thief on the cross asked Jesus to remember him and to take him into that paradise, that place. And Jesus said, today you're going to be with me in paradise. We're not always going to be on this cross. We're here today, but before this day is over, I'm going someplace and I'm going to take you with me. And that place is called paradise. Paradise, the word paradise, comes from a Persian word that simply means a a walled park. Walls. Walls around a park. Or it means an enclosed garden. The word paradise was used to describe the Garden of Eden. So there is a place, and Jesus has gone to prepare it. When you prepare something, like we prepared this altar with these beautiful poncidias and all of this, things are prepared. We prepare the bulletin. You put time and energy into it. Jesus said, I'm going to prepare a place for you. That's you, and that's me, a place. Now, listen to this. When I began to research this and look at it in the word, I read in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has conceived the things that God has prepared for those who love him. You can't even begin to imagine. Who can talk about such a place as that? No, no eye has seen it. You haven't seen it, I haven't seen it. No ear has heard anything about it that would bring it into more reality than what we've already heard. And still, it's so far. It's so extravagant. It goes beyond the limits of human reasoning. And God has given to each of us the gift of imagination. We can imagine. And it hasn't even entered into our imagination. But that very scripture continues on and says, but God has revealed it to us by his spirit. Meaning that God has put... In his word, in the Bible, a description of that place where Jesus came from and where you and I are going to go. Friend, listen to me. You're not always going to be here. You're not always going to live. We're going to leave this place. I said, oh, everybody else is dying. I'm going to everybody else's funeral. You're going to go to your own one of these days. You're going to be face to face with the Almighty with the Savior who came in that place where he came from. If you love him, 
He said, prepared for those who love me. I have to ask myself, do I really love the Lord? If I do, I'm obeying him. I'm doing his will. I'm living with Jesus in my heart. I'm behaving and acting and looking. And I have his attitude. Let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus, who was in the form of God. Thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made of himself no reputation, but took upon himself the form of a servant. Friend, how about you? How about me? Are we really following Jesus? Has Christmas ever gotten into our hearts yet? Am I truly a child of God? Or am I a Christian church-going person? There's a difference. Am I truly a child of God following the Lord? That place that Jesus came from, and the reason I'm going to talk about that place and go to the scripture is to help you and me to realize how much he loved us and what he gave up to come to us with nobody asking him to come. We didn't even know he was there. A place of mansions, streets of gold, gates of pearl, glory and majesty, Gave it all up. Why? For me, a sinner who didn't love him, who didn't know him, not seeking him, had no intention to follow him, and having a difficult time following him now. There he comes. Now, I'm going to go over to Revelation chapter 21. Here's where he was before Bethlehem. And here's where you're going if you truly love the Lord. It's a city called the New Jerusalem. Can you say that? New Jerusalem? <laughs> New Jerusalem. So he names a city. He doesn't name nothing. I go to prepare a nothing, but I go to prepare a place for you. A city called the New Jerusalem. Now, here's the description of that city. It has 12 gates. Each gate made of solid pearl, representing the 12 tribes of Israel. It has 12 foundations with the names of the 12 apostles written in, that found, in those foundations. The scripture, the, the scripture says that that city has, has limits, just like you cross over and it says now you're, you're entering Bowie or you're entering, the, you're entering the District of Columbia. It says that this city is measured by 12,000 Perlongs. Now, if I can get my mind wrapped around this, and I'm going to try to do it, 12,000 furlongs. A furlong is 1,500 miles. We're talking about a massive metropolis, a massive city. 12,000 furlongs, 1,500 miles this way, 1,500 miles that way, 1,000 500 miles that way. 1,500 miles 1,000 times. Now, I didn't research. I researched this, but I didn't get a map and do it myself, so I can't take credit for it. But somebody said that city that is 12,000 furlongs would cover all of England, Scotland, and Ireland. It would cover all of France, Germany, and Austria. It would also cover all of Italy, Spain, and Turkey, and half of Russia. Now, that's a pretty big town. That's the description, the outside 
dimensions of that place that Jesus came from. And it's also been calculated that every soul that was born from Adam to this present age would only fit in a corner of that great city. Now that's where Jesus came from. And that's where he went back to prepare a place for you and me. Now that's, that's love beyond the limits of human reason. That's how much he loves us. Pastor Morris will return in a moment with the conclusion of today's message following this important invitation. It's birthday number one. It's Christmas, Jesus' birthday. Thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Friend, there's a star in your sky. Look up, believe, experience the brightness of new life in Christ. Say with the wise men of old, we have seen his star and have come to worship him, the one born king. Friend, the scripture says, this is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. My prayer for you and your family this Christmas season is that you may have the gladness of Christmas, which is hope, the spirit of Christmas, which is peace, the heart of Christmas, which is love. I'm Pastor Jack Morris of the Largo Community Church in Mitchellville, Maryland, wishing you a Merry Christmas. Come celebrate the birth of Christ at a special Christmas Eve morning service this Sunday morning starting at 10 o'clock. For more information, visit LargoCC.org. Now, let's join Pastor Jack Morris for the conclusion of today's message. Now, inside that city, I only described the outside of the city. But inside the city, it says that there is a river, and it's called the river of life, and it flows from the throne of God and of the Lamb. And on either side of that river is the tree of life, the very tree that was planted in the Garden of Eden that Adam and Eve never ate of or they'd have lived forever. But the tree of life that has leaves for the healing of the nations and fruit for the eternal life of the person who is there. In that city, I've described the outside of it, the Bible has described somewhat of the inside of it. Now, the activities that go on there, and I'm going to go through this as quickly as I can. I'm going to jump. Revelation chapter 4. The living beings keep saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, the one who always was, who is, and who is still to come. That's chapter, Revelation chapter 4. Now I'm going to jump to Revelation chapter 5. Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and praise. Now I'm going to jump to chapter 7. All the angels around the throne and the living beings fell down on their faces before the throne and worshiped God saying, Amen. Praise and glory and wisdom and thanks and honor and power and strength be to our God forever and ever. And Jesus didn't die for one of them. He didn't shed his blood for one of them. And yet they're the ones that are praising him. But you and I are the ones that he died and shed his blood for. How much more we should be praising the Lord. Amen. Now it's from that place, that holy city, that is called the Bride of Christ. It's going to be our eternal home. That's where 
Jesus was before Bethlehem, and that's where he came from. He came from heaven. He laid aside his equality with the Father. He appeared in human form and humbled himself even further by dying a criminal's death on a cross. The scripture says that Jesus had the same existence that the Father had, and he gave it all up for sinners. Rebellious people, self-centered people, people who want their own way, people who rebel against God and rebel against one another, a world of sin, a world of hate, a world of murder, a world of prejudice, a world that is a rotten world. And he gave all of that up and came here on that first Christmas to redeem us. And this is not a Santa Claus line. This is a gift from heaven of inexpressible love come down. Now, God had been planning all of this for ages. This didn't happen just on the spur of the moment. For ages, since Adam sinned, God started planning that his son was going to come. And that first Christmas was going to be put on the calendar. God had all this planned. And then when the fullness of time was come and God had everything ready... You know, when God does something, he does it right. He does it perfect. He doesn't leave out any of the details. When the fullness of time was come, God sent an angel to Mary. And she would build a human body in her womb for God to enter this world. When I read that, I thought, oh, stand back. Awesome beyond comprehension. I'm talking about things. I'm talking about love. I'm talking about God. I'm talking about Christmas. It goes far beyond here I am and here it is and there's this big gap between and I must make this leap of faith to get over there, to get a hold of it, to allow it to get a hold of me. God came down from the realms of glory of that celestial world. God came down, down from his glory. My God and Savior came and Jesus was his name and Jesus is his name. He gave up heaven to enter our earth. And he took our sin. Everything that I have done, that you have done, against God that is unchristian, unchristlike, every thought, every imagination, every behavior. Friend, how can I sin and enjoy it anymore? I can't. Not when I think of Christmas this way and what he gave. And he descended into Hades of the darkness of the lost ones to raise us to heaven of light and glory. Now, did anybody ask him to do this? Did anybody ask him to give up equality with God? Did you? Did I? No. We didn't even know there was a heaven, that he was there, that he loved us, that he was preparing to come to us. No. He did it without a request. Really, what was there to ask? Our mind was empty of such knowledge. But he came, our Savior. Jesus became a human, the scripture says in John 1.14, and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Joseph and Mary were in Bethlehem. They were in a stable. Her time had come. It was God's hour, God's moment for the human race. And that baby was born. That baby that had been in the New Jerusalem that had been with God, who was God from all eternity past, who was worshipped by angels who prostrated themselves. 
I asked myself, when was the last time I got down on my knees or even on my face before the Lord? But angels were doing that. And he left it all to come and to be born in a barn, in a stable, to come into a world that he himself had created? Friend, do you know him? Will you receive him? I want to open my heart. I want this to be the best Christmas ever because of Jesus coming into my heart, coming into my life anew and in a living way. Jesus came. God took on humanity, the eternal, the omnipotent, the almighty, holy God became a person. And then he died and he rose again. Now, listen to this and I'll close. Hebrews 10, 5. Jesus says to the Father, A body you have prepared for me. Behold, I have come to do your will, O God. A body. Why a body? So he could experience physical death. As long as he was God, he couldn't die. But he had to have a body so he could die for our sins. And so our sins could be placed on that body. Jesus spoke to Pilate and said, For this reason I was born. And for this cause, I came into the world. He gave up the worship of angels. He gave up that holy city where you and I are promised to go to if we love him. And friend, if you love him, you'll obey him. If you're not obeying him, you can say you love him, but it's only words. It's hypocritical. It's a lie. It means nothing. And he knows your heart. Love him with your heart. Love him with your life. Love him with your behavior. Love him and he's worthy. He came because he loved you and me. He loved us with his words. He loved us with his behavior. He loved us with the cross. And then he said, I'm going to prepare a place for you. I love you that much that like the thief, I'm going to take you to paradise to be with me forever. What a savior. That's Christmas. That's love come down. That's extravagant love. That's love beyond the limits of reason. That's love. That's how much a body. So this could happen. This is my body. This is my blood. Broken for you. Amen. 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 Look at the, and read the conclusion with me, please. Consider how much Jesus loves us. And how he demonstrated his love. He gave up heaven. The worship of angels. Equality with the Father. To come to earth and save us. And take us back to heaven. What a savior. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Praise him forever. Praise him forever. Bow with me please. Thank you Father God. For loving us so much. You gave your life for us. Help us, Lord. That we'll give our life for you. Whatever's left of it, it's all yours. Because you love us so much. Now we'll love you so much. Even as you have loved us. God, we thank you. We praise you. I pray, Father, for those who are unsaved, who do not know Jesus who've not really considered how much they are loved, but they're considering it now because they've heard the story. Save them and come into their hearts. Save them now. And friend, with your heads bowed and your eyes closed, ask Jesus to come into your life right now where you are. Say, Jesus, I'm a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. I've broken your law. I've done it, Lord, in my behavior. 
in my actions, in my thoughts. Friends, you won't be telling him anything that he doesn't know. and You won't be telling him and confessing to anything that everyone else hasn't already done. We've all sinned. Jesus will hear your prayer and come into your life. And Christian, Christian, don't get too caught up with this world because this world is not your home. You're just passing through. Come to the table today. Renew your dedication and commitment. and Say, God, I'm going to love you like I've never loved you before. I'm going to love you with all my heart, with all my soul, with all my mind, with all my strength. Holy Spirit, give me power and strength to love him that way. He'll do it, friend. Come to this altar, Christian. Experience the love of God and make that love commitment back to him. Thank you, Father, for hearing our prayers, our confessions, our commitments, our promises. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Do you need Pastor Morris to pray with you about a struggle or decision you're wrestling with? The Pray Now app is available to you right now. Go to thehealingword.com, click Pray Now, and select the topic that matches your request. Pastor Morris will provide encouragement, pray with you, and deliver a brief message on overcoming and living in victory. Again, pray now at thehealingword.com. Join us tomorrow for another Healing Word message. Until then, blessings on you. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.